0: Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compass and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home.
1: Netherlands beating the USA. Let's talk about it. What do you guys think? Shit shit of a game, bro. USA
2: suck ass. They're ass. (laughs) They're horrible. The most bro, the most overrated, the most overrated midfield in the world. Like, I saw a top five shout on Twitter that McKenney, Musa, and Adams were the in between the top five best midfielders in the world. Do you really think there are not 10, even 15 better midfield trios than those three? Like,
0: I don't know. Luis Montes, and Gulli Peña better, bro.
3: Like, bro, they're, come on. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're delusional. Bro. They're delusional. I saw on Twitter again a tweet that went viral. They did a combined 11, Netherlands, USA. And it was seven USA players. On what fucking planet are seven USA players getting into the Dutch squad, bro? Like, and they like some were ridiculous. we like they had Sergino Dest starting over Denzel Dumfries, only for Dumfries to have two assists and a goal in the same game. He contributed to all three of Netherlands' goals. And then they had like fucking. Um, they didn't even have Memphis Depay in the starting eleven, bro. I was like, what are you talking about? He's the fucking best player on the field. And their fan base is delusional. I'm so fucking glad they came back down to earth like I like I said bro. They they're their golden generation finished with the same wins as washed up Mexico, the same losses as old As Mexico, at the same uh goals conceded, the same goal contributions as Mex. Like their golden generation bro. Like yeah, they have all these fucking players and and in, in Europe and all this stuff and they fucking barely did anything better than fucking Hector Herrera and Hector Moreno, these washed up fucking Mexico players that we just had. They're overrated. I'm so, so glad they came back down the
2: earth. To me, it's just funny because it was like all these last two years of preparation, and, and I kept hearing the phrase, the future is bright, the future is bright. All for It all culminated in just an extra 90 minutes, more than like a bunch of old grandpas in a green jersey. That's that's all it interested oh, in.
3: You can't forget Christian Pulisic, missing a wide open... One-on-one. In the first the two minutes. The
2: in
0: the yeah. first two minutes. And then nothing the rest of the game. I also want to talk about Gio. I want to talk about Gio Reyna. Everyone literally wanted him in. Every single USMNT fan was going on Twitter. Oh, Gio Reyna should go in. Gio Reyna should go in. He's the golden talent. Bro, he did nothing in those 45 minutes. In, those last, in the last 45 minutes of the game. When he was in, he did nothing. He was so washed up, bro. Gio Reyna is literally the most overrated player in the, ever in the USMNT, bro. Wait, he's Gio washed.
1: Reyna played forty five minutes against the Netherlands. He played forty five. He's the he's Wait, he what? was that much of a ghost. He was what that much do? of a ghost. I need I need I need people to remember. You know this is a fact. Mexico's twenty fourteen average team played one of the best Netherlands teams out there in twenty fourteen with Robin Snyder. We lose 2-1 because of a no era penal. The USA, 2022, golden generation, playing this Netherlands team, average team, not that good, best player, center back. They lose 3-1. Why? Because they fucking suck. There's levels to this. And Mexico will never be at the USA's level because we're above. we're right here, the USA down here. Simple as that. Simple as that. And those are the facts. And if you don't like it. it,
2: It's
3: funny to me because
2: it's so much blame on like Greg Berhalter, right? Like. Oh, Bert, Berhalter didn't make the right changes. He didn't make the right subs. Like, what difference was Joe Scali going to make from Serginio Derrick? Bro, it's not
3: Berhalter's fault. Pulisic fucking missed the one-on-one. Like, that's... what is. Yeah, it? it's not
1: his fault. Anthony Robinson can't look behind his back knowing uh Denzel Dumfries is going to yeah, come in. exactly. The
3: volley. It's not his fault. I want to throw one more stat out there. The, the U.S. has not won more games than Mexico in any World Cup since 1950. I just wanted
1: to throw that out there. All right. And don't forget, Mexico's worst finish, one win, one tie, one loss. The USA's worst finish, 2018, losing to Trinidad and Tobago? And they can't qualify for the World Cup? Come
2: on now. Also, don't bro. compare the two. Also, right. Tim Webb, bro, like, against the Netherlands, nothing. Against England, nothing. But against Chaka Rodriguez y contra... Iran, oh yeah, or or, or uh, Wales, yeah, like man of the match, star performance, world class.
3: Come on, man!
1: Oh, Timothy we have the that guy that plays right wing, but his club made him a right wing back.
3: Yeah, he, he he got nothing from his dad, bro. Hey,
0: his his dad is way above, bro. All
1: right, Mexico, Canada, and USA will be invited to the twenty twenty four Copa America. What do you guys think?
2: For preparation, I think it's great, but realistically, like. What are we hoping to accomplish? Like, sure, like the team will get battle tested or whatever you want to say. But what are we, what are we really setting ourselves up for? Like going to Copa America, right? Like if, if we're gonna be crashing out group stage or or still because this team is not fit to play Copa America right now. Like we we have to make sure that we dominate Concacaf first because we don't have it dominated. Like we we've lost like I we just we just ragged on the USMNT, but we lost two finals to them. Couldn't be Canada at all in qualifiers, and like even that semifinal, you guys can tell me it was very flaky. It was a very flaky semifinal, and even before that, that Nations League semifinal, it was flaky against Costa Rica too. So I feel like if we really want to be able to compete in Copa America, we have to work on regaining Concacaf first. But I agree, we need to be back in the Libertadores. We need to be back in Copa America because we're not, you know, we're not going to grow our league. Playing. I don't think we're going to go back. I I
0: don't. I think with the fucking I don't think we're. Well, we're I mean, gonna, they they just started. our league,
2: playing CS Herediano like every year in the Champions League in, in Concacaf. Like it's just not gonna work. We're playing like Motagua or, or you know, like it, it's not. Gonna and,
0: work. and what they made that new tournament for the MLS League MX? That's not gonna grow our league at all. Yeah, that's I don't a, think I don't I think like they're like gonna it. do anything. They're, that's not gonna do anything for us. Like you could
2: be playing like <laughs> Bolivar or Barcelona from Ecuador, but instead you're playing fucking FC Cincinnati in, like, the middle of a Wednesday in the summer. Like, it's just horrible, man.
0: If I, if I can see Pumas here in the
2: U.S., bro, I'm down. But besides that, I don't give a fuck. You go, you go to a Pumas <laughs> versus uh, for the Union?
0: I mean, I'm not I don't know where the game's going to be, but I'm, I'm, I'm down to go.
3: I think Copa America would be good, though. Like, especially because, like you guys said, we don't have a tournament. So it's like, first of all, at least for the fans, it's fucking us, for something else to watch. I'm honestly pretty tired of just watching the Gold Cup and Nations League and shit. Like, honestly, even if we win those, they're not important. You just, we just saw what that means. It means nothing. The US won both. What does that mean? That means you're around the 16 exit waiting to happen. But if we're competing in Copa America, like, that's, that's where we want to be, bro. Like, like competing with like those type of te- and like a tur- that's like a tournament environment. like, and it's a tournament in the US. It'll prepare you for twenty twenty six. So for the, the it's it's in
0: twenty twenty four, right? So that's yeah two two years of bi- rebuilding the Mexico national team. Yeah. So I, honestly, just throw throw names out. You want to see honestly? Just throw names out. We're like or 2023, 2024, leading up to that. Leading yeah. So gold. So gold cup. What, what would you want to see? Who 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 would you love to see
2: in the gold cup? Emilio Lara, Lara, Omar Campos, David Ochoa. Really yeah, that that move to
1: San Luis is that I is that it, a good uh, move? Well, that's Marcelo because of personal reasons. That's, that move was because of personal reasons. He wants to get his bread and then go to Europe. But it's not a bad move. He's barely twenty one. He can leave in like two to three years, and it wouldn't be bad because keepers don't leave until yeah. they're like twenty five. If they do leave. I
3: mean, keepers have longevity, bro. They can yeah, last they forever. They, or not
1: forever, but like, they the can is, last. I don't know if he has a mentality. Hopefully he does.
3: All I ask, bro, is by 2024, at least once, bro. At least once in a tournament game, I pray that I get to see a, an attack of Santi Jimenez, Diego Linares, Marcelo Flores, and either Chucky or Vega. That's all I want to see, bro. I never, got, I never once got to see like a good attack from Mex in this last this whole Tata era. I'm fucking trying to see something exciting, bro. I'm fucking tired of these Antunas. Do have and all these pieces of shit. Like I want to see that bro. at least once. That's all I want to see, bro. I just want to see. Do you think Chucky Lozano makes it in a good in good form
1: by 2020 uh 2026? I
3: don't know, bro. I'm having I nuts. think he'll make
1: it. will be 31. I'm Three having doubt. He'll be 31. The thing, I mean like he might leave Napoli he so he might need
0: La- Napoli I mean but if you I mean he, he before the World Cup he was I would say he was in form. I would say
1: I mean, I think I, 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 if I'm being honest, he's the worst player on Napoli in the starting eleven.
0: No, nah, nah, that's he's the worst player. That's a little hot take.
1: He tick. is the worst player in. The if starting you if you 11.
0: say worst attacker, maybe because if you because Osiman that was cracked. I mean, I mean, like when he's like doing good, but then
1: the, the Georgia, the, that form, Ge- yeah, please. that guy,
0: that that left wing, oh, I, don't that I don't know the name. I think, I think, I think.
1: Oh, never mind. He's not the worst. The keeper's the worst. Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah keeper's that keeper's bad player. too. Never yeah. Mind. Never mind.
0: But I mean, the Monopoly's first place in the Serie A right now,
1: right?
2: Yeah. They're Cause. killing it. And so. they got rid
1: of Kulobay, they got rid of Mertens, Insigne, and they're in first now. They're built nice. Mertens, too. All right, back to the Copa America. Where do you, what's a realistic finish for Mexico, USA, and Canada? Damn. Dude, I don't know. Because I don't see us winning. I don't see us winning it. I don't see us winning it. No, yet. for sure I not. see
3: us getting out of the group. That That's what I see. At least getting out of the group. I was a quarter quarterfinal
1: at least. I say Mexico. I say Mexico quarterfinal. USA semifinal. Canada quarterfinal.
2: Nah, dude. Canada. Canada. Like they got exposed nasty this this World Cup. Like you know, what's funny about man. that
1: too. People were saying they were playing good. They did not play good at. Bro, they, they the they did,
2: like, the, I think like, the first
1: the first game they played. No, the
0: they're, first- they're, they're average. Like,
2: uh, they played all right. Yeah, but against Bel, like bro, against Belgium. Like you said, where's Belgium? they good against Yeah, exactly. Like that brings it back
1: to the FIFA rankings. They were ranked number two, and they fucking suck.
2: They're play good merchants. Like that's all they are. Like yeah, they played good, but they lost all three of their games. Like think about this World Cup. Think about Qatar twenty twenty two. In like ten years, everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, like I remember that gold cup. Like man, I remember Canada played so fucking good, and they got zero points. No one's gonna
0: remember
1: that. Yeah, that's just crazy, bro.
0: But that was, I mean, it was their first World Cup in how, how many years? Like four
1: years. a long
2: time, yeah. In a
1: while. And they scored their first ever World Cup goal. All right, let's look towards 2026. What players need to go to Europe? I'll start Emilio Lara. One of the most versatile players. He can play center back, CDM, and right back. He took a, he took up Jorge Sanchez's spot when he left. He filled it in perfectly at the age of 20, 21, bro he can end up playing in a top 5 league for a top club. He's that talented and I'm telling you guys, he's going to be special. Rafa Marquez special. Nobody. Hey, that that level was special? No, yeah,
0: nobody Rafa. talks about.
2: it. No. Hey. Yeah.
0: He is he is he's a, he's, a, he's cracked, dude. Nobody I mean,
2: talks about how like Meteoric his rise has been. Like Jorge Sanchez left to Ajax and then he got called up from Fuerzas Básicas, literally skipped the whole U20 all that process for la selección. And now he's, like, like literally before the World Cup, he was getting called up. Like, he was on the senior team roster. Like, it's very rare little players who do that. And literally honestly... Like
3: uh, first year starting for America. And like, he started the whole season for one of the best Americas, like, in forever. And he's, like... Dude, some of the passes he made, like, were amazing. Like, he's, he can play multiple positions. Like, he's fucking... He's a beast.
1: And one season. It took him one season to get called up to Mexico already. One season. You guys remember... Half a season, actually.
0: Okay, so how how long till he goes to Europe, though? How old is he right now, 2021? America
1: will win the next Liga MX title, and he will leave in the summer. In the summer. That'll be clean, man.
2: And do you guys guys remember his semifinal performance, too, against Toluca? He scored the goal. Like, he was the one that got the long goal over in El Emesio Diaz.
0: And and you know what? You know what I like about Emilio Lara? He has character, bro. He's a character within himself, and I feel like that by itself is, you know, a cool cool thing to see. Like, Emilio Lara, I, I wish him the best.
3: Bro, I, I agree with you 100%, bro. That's exactly what we need. I'm fucking tired of players that, like, don't have any fucking, like, emotion and they play like they don't care. Dude, a lot of, at the very least, you can tell he fucking tries hard every single time. He's, like, crying, fighting people after games, like, sticking his tongue out at fucking people. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to give my hey, all but, hey,
0: But sometimes we got to control that because...
1: At like the end of the Toluca
3: yeah, game, he was,
1: he
0: needs yeah, to tone it down. The it's emotions, cause, it's because it's because like the whole tournament, this guy is like sticking out his tongue, like at players and shit. And then they lose, or I don't know what the fuck happens. And then he's seen trying to get in a fight after like the players do that to him. So I feel like as, as long as he can, he can control that shit, Emilio Lara's gonna be one of the best talents Mexico has, honestly.
2: My player, you already know, I kind of giving it away already, but my my boy Fidel Ambriz. Needs to go to Europe, man. He he got that dog in him. Super creative midfielder. Great at distributing balls. A real leader in the U20 for Mexico. But he's bro. Like, he, he's that guy. Like, I literally would want him, like, as a Leon fan, when, when he started coming in through the ranks, like, I wanted him to replace a Chapito because Chapito's way too old. And you guys know Chapito's like a baller midfielder, but Ambriz is literally that guy to step up to the plate for him. I even remember when we got eliminated – uh, to Toluca and uh, Repychaje not too long ago, Ambri um, scored that absolute banger in the 90th minute to put Leon in an extra time. Like it was like he just deserved. It. Yeah. All
0: right, my player. I'm a Pumas fan. I'm gonna go for Jorge Rubalcaba. Honestly, man. I honestly, just I think his and in his debut for Pumas, he scored. He had a bald head. He scored. And that's that. Since that day, I'm like, bro, this guy needs to go to fucking Europe, and i I'm just came out. No. Like, I, I need, I need him to break him to that first team, because again, he's not even a starter for Pumas right now. But he's very young, very talented. Has been, uh, get, he's got, he got called up by the U21 for Mexico, Mexico. Had a decent tournament. Honestly, I think once he breaks into that first team at Pumas, like an actual starter, I think it takes like, I think he's gonna take him like two years to go to Europe, hopefully, or maybe earlier if a team wants to pick him up, and, you know, and start from the. The Youth Academy. But honestly, I think Rubalcaba has what it takes. I don't know.
1: It'll probably be this summer, dude. He'll probably leave this summer. Every time I see him play for Pumas, every time he comes off the bench, he's the biggest threat on the field, bro. Every single time attacking the defender. He reminds me of a young Chucky, bro. I swear, every time he goes in, goal or assist coming from him. He's talented. He's special. He was playing high school soccer two years ago. He's about that to go to crazy. Europe. It's
2: crazy. I was literally about he's to say talented. that. Like, if you said Rubalcaba, like, a year and a half ago, everyone would be like, who the fuck is that? But literally, like, he's become, like, such a figure. And then he would, like, his performance in Revelations Cup with Mexico, fire like. Yeah, exactly.
3: Long tournament. to tournament.
2: Oh, yeah, it was a too long tournament, yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, it was in France, no? Some shit like that. I, I, yeah. Then Rubalcaba had a good tournament. I think Efra also had a pretty good, pretty good tournament. Efra had, like, yeah. two goals, I think. Efra Efra killed it right there.
3: Uh, my player is the. I feel like we need to get in Europe ASAP. Is Julian Araujo. and honestly for me, I think out of our right back prospects, like which is Kevin Alvarez right now and Jorge Sanchez, I think he has the the highest ceiling out of all of them because he has something that they don't have. It's like that raw speed, bro. Like he's like a pace version. like and that for a defender, especially for his position, like you can get beat, but he has the speed to recover, bro. Like he has like that. He like. Pace for days. I, I feel like that alone. If he could just shore up his defending, because his crossing is already pretty good. I think he was one of like the best uh yeah. sisters in MLS from right back last season mm-hmm. for Galaxy. So his offensive game is already pretty good. If we could just shore up the defense with that speed, bro. I feel like he's ready for like a a, a big move to year. Maybe like like a Porto type team, like those leagues first, and then maybe in two three years after that, go to like a top five, like a very good team in a top five league. I feel like he can be the starter by the World Cup in twenty six. I feel like
2: he'll be the starter. His two performances with the senior team, which were against uh Panama, I think, in uh qualifiers, and then uh, he started against Suriname Nominations League, they were great. Like he was he was playing good. Um I didn't I didn't see anything major, like no concerns. And then in Galaxy he scored in playoffs. Like he literally sent the Galaxy through to the next round against Nashville.
0: With a beautiful header.
2: Yeah, like he yeah, he's definitely ready for the next stage. I feel like He's consistently been one of the best right backs in MLS, and he's kind of transcended past that already. And unfortunately, Galaxy defensively never does him any any justice. But like him alone, like carrying those stats offensively and defensively, like he deserves better.
0: Yeah, he 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 could can attack, defend. I mean, I I, I literally quite literally went to every single Galaxy this game, and he's always one of the best players on the field. And I feel like if he makes him a jump to Europe, it's gonna make him way better. Honestly, I think he. How Chris said he does have the talent to be one of the best right backs out of Sanchez and Kevin Alvarez. But again, we have a lot of talent in that right back position. We just got we just gotta have one big player, and I feel like Julian Araujo is one of those people.
1: With bars or with Bellerin playing bad for Barcelona, I want people to remember Barcelona were going after Julian Araujo at the end of the transfer window, and they were gonna restart talks in January. So just letting you guys know, that move may happen in January. We might see Araujo play for Barcelona, the first Mexican to play for Barcelona since Gio and Jonathan. And you already know there was Rafa Marquez there. He might continue the legacy. We'll see. But he does have talent to be a top right back for us. And I do think he has the most talent out of all the right backs we have currently.
0: We'll see you next week with more football asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at CabraFC and CabrasportshQ.com.